Hey, welcome back to the Afternoon Morning Show. My name is Chris Mueller. I'm joined, as always, by Vinny Kiyomko. Yeah. Hello, everyone. And unfortunately, Megan is not here with us today. Which means this is going to be a fever dream of yeah. an episode. <laughs> and it's it's mostly because I completely flaked on, on letting her know we were recording today. So, <laughs> Megan, we love you. Uh, we got a couple episodes in the can. So we're only going to be doing one this week. But I, uh, and we may release this one before we release our episodes in the can, because yes. I am entranced as you, if you will, and I will, and I also have a little bit of allergies right now, so I'm, I'm kind of dumb today. Do you ever get that? Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh man. I, oh, I was. Yeah. Like, I wonder how much productivity is lost as a country because of allergies. I think, and I think a, a great study to start would be in California because we get the Santa Anas. Oh my gosh. Because that's just what just kicked up, right? The, the Santa, Anas. Santa Anas. The devil wins. The Santa Ana. Yeah. No, the, the, the devil winds. So what, if you're not from California, you don't know what this is, but what it is, is the winds there, there's a, a low pressure zone over the ocean. So all of the desert, the really dry desert air comes whipping across California. Yep. Uh, it's great because it clears out the, the smog, but it just kicks up the allergens Ooh. tremendously yep. and your skin dry, dries out. There was a couple days ago, the first day of the Santa Ana, it, they said the, the humidity was going to be between zero and 15%. <laughs> so dry dude so, my knuckles are like they're yeah. so ashy right now i'm not afraid to say i that. get this thing where my knuckles actually get so dry they crack and they bleed do they re- Ooh, see yeah. i don't get yeah. mine, mine aren't that bad so if you're listening to us in the cold tundra parts of the united states it's so it's hard so to be from california be here, yeah. it, it's so dry someone take pity on us oh no i mean it's it okay the other side of that is it's like 80 degrees outside yeah. and, and beautiful i mean it'd be perfect to be anywhere else it'd be here is perfect right now yeah anywhere else right yeah but for us this is miserable <laughs> yeah i know exactly it's so hard it's so hard i was at a i was at a, a flag football game on friday and my kids were all shivering and i said <laughs> it <laughs> what must, time was this oh uh, it was probably like 6 30 uh <laughs> and, and i looked at my wife and i said it must be 68 degrees out here oh no how do we live like this oh no yeah it's uh, so we're we're uh, weak here in California. If you're listening in other Absolutely. parts of the country or uh, in the continent, okay. So there is a there is a lotto jackpot right now. This is the Mega Millions mm. jackpot, and I do dabble in the Mega Millions yeah. from time to time. My personal rule is if it's not over two hundred and fifty million, I don't play. Yeah, I feel like the last time it was like this. What, like a year ago, a couple years ago? Something like that. And then you yeah. got on the whole bandwagon of like, I'm playing the lotto this time. Right? I know. It, well, We're the, doing this. The last mega, mega, and I'll, we'll get to the amount in a second, was won by someone in Chino Hills, also in Southern California. Yeah. And I don't believe that name has gone public yet. That's the way to do it. Yeah. Uh, is you don't wait, say anything. Don't say anything. And, and you wait. Uh, and, mm-hmm. and, okay. Again, with President Trump, you could wait maybe a week. And then, then, and then collect it because the news cycle's moved on yeah. at that point. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, but okay. So the, the jackpot right now is $970 million. Man, I have already have a long list of things I would buy with that. No, okay. But you don't none get- None of it's helpful. If you get the cash value, which you should do, uh, it's like 500 and something million. Right, hold on. I can check that number. Exactly. I think it's because I, I have the, I have the California Lotto app on my phone. <laughs> so because it actually tells you how much is actually taken out and- It'll show you what the cash- Yeah, the so cash value said- is. Was it 571 it's, million? Uh, no, you would get... Oh my gosh, no. The, the jackpot has now gone up. It is officially $1 billion. What? $1 billion. <gasps> so you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> oh my gosh. I can win this thing. You have the greater chance of being attacked by a shark on land yeah. than you have of winning this, but... Uh, 
You know who should play? The guy who got attacked by the bear, the rattlesnake, and the shark? Oh, yeah. He should play. But uh, it it is five. So you would walk away cash with $565,600,000. Wow. So they literally, at this point, it's a billion dollars. So they literally take half. They'd, oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, if cash value, yeah, you only yeah, get cash value. And yeah. then you got to pay taxes in your local state and, and all that. So yeah. you're you're probably going to get another half taken away. I think you'd but, be okay. But still, that's like... Like 250 yeah. million or 200... You you're know. still in the millions. You are you in are the hundreds of, of millions. millions. Yeah. You know, five, six, five, one, two, three, one, two, three. I'm just, I'm just getting close. Uh, <laughs> divided by two... So 282 million. This is the most ish. math we've done. No, seriously, don't. Ever. This is not. If any I go out to eat, we don't tip because nope. it's just too much just, work. Yeah. It's just, no, we do tip. We're nice people. We, no, we, we do tip, but it's more of like, how was it on a scale from one to five dollars? Have you seen the Adam Ruins Everything episode about tipping? Yes. I love Adam Ruins Everything, by the way. That is a fun show to watch. The one that they did on hydration, like on drink water. Oh, yeah. My kids, we talk about it all the time. Uh, so if you haven't seen Adam Ruins Everything, really fun show. I've only seen the ones that are Netflix because- we And he live. always looks great ruining everything. He's, he's, I really, I appreciate the Dress show. Dress as well, glasses, hair is all done. My like, son I made an interesting observation though. He goes, well, this is basically just Good Eats. It's Alton Brown. Yeah. And did, did Alton Brown, cre- and his question was, did Alton Brown create that style of show? And I would almost wager he did. Now, there was like things like Mr. Wizard and those things, which Alton Brown took inspiration from. But that sort of annoying know-it-all host mm-hmm. co- concept, is it's, it's absolutely Alton Brown. I'm trying to think if there's anything that we could relate it to that's a little more popular than the Alton Brown. Just because just I'm like, Alton Brown, we know what it's about. Well, he just, okay, they just released Good Eats Reloaded on the cooking channel. So he's doing, oh. he's revisiting those episodes and then updating things. And and this is, and Alton Brown's one of my uh, heroes in his creativity. I just found out he's been married like three times, which kind of upset me. Ooh. Yeah. It was like when, it's like when, when Harrison Ford, who had been married for years and years and years to the same woman, left his wife in, in the late nineties or early two thousands and in like had a midlife crisis, got an earring and married Calista Flockhart. I just, yeah. it just was so, come on. Yeah. Man. Well, cause you looked at him and went, man, that's a man's man. And then did that. And we're like, there's no hope. He's just sad. You know, come on, Why? just fly your helicopters and your plane and, and mm. you know, crash into golf courses and stay with your wife, you know? Yeah. So. But and, Hey, but he walked away from that. What the, the wife or the, the, the Both. crash. <laughs> Both. Yeah. Can I say that? It, you did. Oh, it's true. He's disappointing. It's disappointing is what it is. Oh, man. Yeah. Was, so I just I just did a blog on this on the Weekly Word podcast where I was talking about that, the and it was Mark's gospel where Jesus says, if you look at another woman or, you know, the no divorce, the no divorce lines, right? And I, what I, what I said was, why did Jesus teach that? Because marriage is hard. Like marriage is mm. hard. There are absolutely going to be times in marriage where you are tired where you don't feel it where hormones don't pump the way they used to when you were young when you don't i just don't feel alive anymore and suck it up you know what i mean and that's why jesus said it he was because he was like no it, this is for life and you're not allowed to kill yeah. each other and that's that's so you got to find a way to make it work and then he modeled to us what marriage looks like as the bride of the church right as the gr- bridegroom he showed us what what marriage really is. It's Man, sacrifice. It's I self-sacrifice. I totally understand where you're coming from, man. I know, I know. You and your you and your spouse. I don't even I That's, I, <laughs> I got nothing. Nothing. All right, so 200 oh sorry, not 270. A uh, billion dollars, Vinny. Yeah. Let's just say and then we're we're going to play with the 
the half of it, which is the 565 yeah. million, which tawdry, yeah. a tawdry amount, really. If you know I mean, who could live so, on that? With that amount of money, I guess my question for you is if we're going to talk about like married couples and, and that kind of stuff, like for you and your wife, what's the first thing you're going to do? Just drop the kids off and be like, vacation. I Bye. think, well, okay, I think the first thing I would do just very practically is bug out. Absolutely. Not, not just because I think you need some time to cool down. Like yeah. you don't, I don't, I don't want, cause just very, like I've got six kids. I don't want people like threatening to kidnap. Yeah. I don't want that kind of stuff. I don't want paparazzi around our house. Mm-hmm. And so I would literally, there'd be a black hole where Chris Mueller used to be. <laughs> It'd be like a Scooby-Doo episode where there's just like a cloud <laughs> and we you'd be like in the shape of our van. Yo, but you Gone. got the van to paint as the mystery machine. So we you could, could totally. literally do the. We would bug out for a month, maybe two months. Um, and I, maybe like a European tour. I don't know. Yo, really. I don't know. I've done the bugging out for three months back in 2009 and it was like the most rejuvenating thing. Yeah. I mean, just cause again, we'd hire teachers or whatever we mm-hmm. needed to keep our kids current or maybe just take a year off school. I don't know, but we'd bug out and that would be the very practically the first thing we would do. And then, you know, lawyers and, and, yeah. and set up a trust and yada, yada, yada. Um, but that's practical. What's the first thing? What's the thing like the you would like your splurge if you won? Let's, let's talk. <laughs> sel- let's talk selfish first. Then we'll get to yes. philanthropy next. Yes, okay? yes, yes, yes. Because everyone plays this I'm game. I'm into this. Right? Okay, so your your splurge. Oh man, my splurge would be. <laughs> it's this is everybody who knows me is going to see this coming, um, but there would be three things. Number one, a truck. Why? Because I've wa- I've been trying to pawn off my parents' like Dodge Dakota for years, and they keep saying no. And so this would be like I have my own truck. Um, number two. Wait, when you oh, say pawn, sorry, I'm not on the microphone. When you say pawn off, you mean you're trying to get it from I'm them? I'm trying to get it. Okay. Yeah, oh man, yeah, I yeah. want it so badly right. because I love that thing. So I right. would buy my own truck. Right. Um. Or they're coming out with a brand new, um, not this year, in 2020, um, they're bringing back the Ford Bronco. Right, yeah. Ooh, yeah. the new Ford Bronco. See, I feel like cars would be a very hard thing for me to resist, because I feel like, yeah, they're fun. They're fun. But they're and here's fun. the thing, is that with that much money, you could pay off the whole thing in one check, and you're not going to feel it. Oh, no. No, no, at all. I think, and that's the hard thing. And again, we have some, some kids who listen. I, I was told that there are some families who listen to this together. Yes. Which... Okay, so that that changes things a little bit. Uh, our naked old men in the locker room, maybe not. But uh, which, yeah, which we can now reference on like three episodes. Uh, I, had, I had a sorry, I had a teen come up to me at our last live night and goes, um, uh, "Essential oils, huh?" And I went, <laughs> "Crap!" <laughs> yeah, the essential oils episode. Um, my, but we were saying cars, like you wouldn't feel it. You would pay that off with that much money. And be like, I could still invest the rest. And so I think there's, it's funny because I, and so I, I've known some wealthy folks in my time and, and I, I know one person in particular, I'm not going to name names, who has enough money to go out and buy a Porsche today if he wanted to. Yeah, like brand new. Yeah. And I know personally that this man has gone and to the Porsche dealership and sat in it and, and talked to the guy and gotten, you know, all into it and, and, but just couldn't. Because he goes, I do. I just would not want to have that in my driveway, if today was the day that the Lord decided was my day. You know what I mean, I yeah. wouldn't. I wouldn't want to answer for. That. And again, I'm not saying if you're a Porsche, you're a terrible person. You got to work out your situation. Yeah. But like that. So for me, like that's to be so hard thing. Like I, 
Like that that the uh, BMW electric supercar thing. Oh yeah, I saw one of those this morning. I was like, yeah, I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, something right there, you know. But no, I just I don't think I could. Like I yeah. So it, it's it's splurgy stuff like that, man. Like I I I've often thought sounds so silly. We have the mega van, right? Because we have yeah. a, a bucket full of the kids. whale. Yeah, exactly. Call it the big burr, burr, gray burr, burr, burr. whale. It doesn't do that. That's not the generally. Yo, um, if you had the money though, you could. I think if we won I would want like a like a boat horn, like a horn. Yeah, um, fuck horn. Exactly. <laughs> but but I thought you know it'd be nice to have that car and then like a mid size like a three row SUV like a Mazda CX nine. Yeah, which is a very fun car to drive by the way. Um, so I'd probably do that. I'd yeah. probably get like one of those right. Boom, you know, and uh, and house. I'd want to get that Ooh. house, like the uh, my house, let's really be honest, is state. And my goal would be to have a house and a property big enough that I couldn't see my neighbor's house. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. And that doesn't necessarily mean it's huge, it just means situated in such a way. Yeah. That, you know, and, and enough space that, like, I, I, a creek, I want a creek, right? Send your kids down to the creek. Just so the kids can play, you know, catch crawdads and whatnot. You know what I mean? Yo, that. If you've ever been to Life Teens Camp Covecrest, that mm. would be my ideal situation right. right there that that property yeah. so in fact the saint rita's which is the the family lodge they've got there okay i would want that and i Ooh. would want yeah yes i've seen i've only seen photos i obviously i haven't been dude it's muy bueno although okay real quick so we both grew up in vista yep right and so there's a creek that goes through there. Yeah. Kind of over there off of Sycamore. Yep. Yep. Have I you been back there? Yes, across, I have. Yeah, yeah. To catch crawdads? Yes. Yes, Yo, sir. Yo, that was the spot. There's creek there. There's there's a little creek at uh, Creek. I'm runoff channel, but Creek. Uh, Bringle Terrace Park. There's, yeah. And there's all kind of... Actually, Vista, I caught frogs and then Foothill yeah. Pond and... Oh, yeah. Foot, totally. Dude, Foothill Pond. Foothill Pond, man. Wow, oh, yeah. we just did our own... Wow, we're doing a micro show yeah. just for people who lived just in Vista. Who- <laughs> in the time, you know. Uh, but, but yeah, so car, I would do the car, but again, car, like yeah. it would have to be something that I could drive to do retreats and stuff yeah. on dirt roads. It would be so, so hard fancy. not to do, again, the supercar, like the the Tesla or, you know. See, I think they're cool, yeah. but I'm not at that point in my life where I'm like, I just need something fast. I want right. something that's going to, first off, have some place where I can plug my phone in. Yep. Because I don't have that right now. Yep. And that would be like... <laughs> That would be lap of luxury. <laughs> I plugged I my it, phone in. It's funny, the like car. depending on where you are in the economic spectrum, you're like, I just want a car with a phone charger in it. Yeah. That's that's where I want. Yeah. You know? Uh I, I and for me too, it's like, yeah, I just want a car that's not my giant car, but I can still fit everybody in. So if I'm driving around yep. town and I have to go pick up an extra kid or you know. Yeah. Something that could also double as like the date night car. Oh heck yeah. You but, know? but I'd keep my I'd keep my little Mazda six, well, yeah. you know. So that's but I feel like I feel like at some point that would be a good first car. Though, like, if you if you did win, right, and let's say your eldest gets old enough to drive, oh yeah, you could be like, here. See, I've thought about that. If we won the bazillion dollar lottery jackpot like this, I would. My goal would be to live life in such a way that we were wealthy, but my kids really didn't fully understand that we have more money than some we, small yeah. countries. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like that's that would be my goal. I'd want them to go like, yeah, we we were pretty had a pretty nice life yeah. and we had a nice house and we got to go on a vacation every like once a mm-hmm. year. But they wouldn't be like, Oh, now I understand. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That, well that, and that's one of those things I feel like is healthier that when you realize when you're older mm-hmm. about the kind of like setup your family, right. like your parents put up. Right. And you had way more than was ever led on. But that's right. also just because like the 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 beauty of living 
simply. Right. Yeah. And so you think like, oh my gosh, we can have our own home gym, which is so appealing to me. But then you go, but you're not a big people person. Well, I I do. I kind of, it's funny. Vinny and I I were actually talking about this where I, I, my office is here in in the, in the everyday Catholic studios here. And for the most part, I work by myself. Like I write and I, and I, and I write scripts for the television or the, the web show. And I, and I write the podcasts and the blogs and everything. And, uh, and so, like, part of the reason to do the after morning shows, I just need to talk to someone every once a week. <laughs> I just need Vinny to come in the office, so I'm not alone. Happy to be here, Chris. Yeah, I appreciate Happy it. It's my uh, it's therapy that you get to sit in on as a listener. So that's uh, yeah. the exciting part. But um, yeah, man. But like, but there's also it'd be really cool to have you know. So as a like to create a space in our home where like maybe the water polo team could work it out of house in off season. Right. Dude. So that we could have like a hand in forming the culture of yeah. that team. Right. Or whatever thing my kids are involved in. Well, yeah. And use your money in such a way that it that it betters humanity, not just like throwing it to charity. Because, I mean, those things are good, but it's like <laughs> charity there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I would be known as uh, St. Christopher, the church builder. If I ever got to Santa, which is very <laughs> unlikely, but, um, but cause that I, I've often like if I won that much money, cause every church in our area is trying to build except for like our church. Well, yeah, one because we have church. more space. Right. Well, and we also built that. We also, we've been really blessed. We had some amazing ministry going on over the last, you know, however many years, good mm. pastors, good leadership. And so we built a big, beautiful church. We built a big, beautiful, like family life center. And and they're going to get ready to put up the offices, you know, yeah. uh, which I love that they did that at St. Martha. They didn't build the offices first and hold the church hostage. Yeah. They didn't build the hall first and hold the church hostage. They built a sanctuary first and said, all right, we're going to build out of the worship. We're going to build out of mass, this community. I love yeah. that. Um, but yeah, I would go build, you know, Blessed Teresa. I'd go build, you know, the church in Wildemar. Mm-hmm. I'd go build, and, and all of those would be built. And I'd sit down a little bit of a, I'd be a little bit of a, uh, my money. If you want my money, you can do the way I want you to do it. Yeah. And I would, we'd have vision conversations. Does that make sense? Yeah. We're not just going to build a church. We're going to build yeah. something that will serve a, uh, a vision that will build the church. Yeah. I, I feel like if you're you know? the one that's writing the check, I think you absolutely have a yeah. say. I'm not going to put my name on the building. No, but I feel like you have a say. Like Put St. Christopher's name on the building. <laughs> It's a little presumptuous. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I wouldn't. But, but did, ambiguous, you know, just as Saint Christopher. Saint just, Christopher, you know, yeah. Just it doesn't say which Saint Christopher. Just I think there's only. Honestly, I don't even know. It's funny because my like Saint Christopher, like Saint yeah. Christopher, is now they've kind of relegated him to like. Well, we're not sure if he ever actually existed. So. Really? Yeah, I'm a myth. Sorry, bud. It's true. Well, it means yeah. it's up for grabs. That's yeah. why I see it. You know, it's true. There's a, there's a slot that's open. It's probably some really holy kid someplace that's got my name who pull it off. Probably. Yep. But uh, yeah, so building churches would be fun to do. That'd be cool. Yeah. I'd enjoy that. I would, I would, if we're going to talk about that kind of stuff, I would put it into youth ministry rooms. Yeah. I feel like that's so much needed. Um, But then selfishly, I'd also be like, you know what? I want a brand new acoustic guitar, the one that I've been staring at for months and months on end that I couldn't afford. Wayne's World? Yeah. Oh, yes. It It will will be be mine. (laughs) Yeah, I, I would love to set up a, uh, I'd, I'd love to take a good, like a quarter of that money and set it up as a philanthropic trust. I think I said that word right. And the major thrust of that trust, I'm like a Dr. Seuss hey. book, you know, I'm Jesse Jackson or Dr. Seuss, I'm not sure which. <laughs> uh, and it would be towards writing grants to youth ministers, not youth ministry programs, mm. but if you are really good at what you do, I want you to be able to do it and not have to side hustle and not have to 
um, leave because you had another kid, right? Or, or for whatever reason, because I think we suffer for that, right? Mm-hmm. And so how do we support youth ministers? So that would be one thing I would love to do. I would love to set that up. And I it's, it's hard because then I go, well, how would you figure out, how would you do that? What would be the criteria? Yeah. What if you got somebody who's been doing a long time and they're just not good? They've just been there. And so I, you know, I'd, I'd probably work with organizations like the National Federation for Catholic Youth Ministry mm. and Life Teen and, and try to come up with a board that set up these kind of requirements and mm-hmm. interview panels. And, yeah. But that'd be so cool. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, because then there's, uh, I, I think that's, you know, number one, helping put, literally put the money where our mouths are saying that we want to support these people, but don't really have a way fully to fund that. Right. But then also saying that this is important. Right, like what the job that they do, dude. Every year at this time, I tend to go on a a social media rant of sorts where I'm saying to people like, "Hey, did you know that your priest, depending on your parish, gets around a thousand dollars in gifts of cash and stuff or more?" Right, every year at Christmas, the our clergy get just and and again, they do a great job. They deserve to be appreciated. I'm not saying that, but in a very sort of looking at realistically. They don't pay rent. They, yep. in a lot of situations, their food is bought for them. Um, they don't pay for the cable bills because the parish provides that. All of this sort of life stuff. Yeah. And again, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I don't, I'm not taking that away from them. But if you're looking at how can I bless someone this holiday season, well, look at the youth minister in your parish who maybe has a young family or yeah. maybe is living in a barn like Vinny. And, uh, I love my and, barn. <laughs> love my barn. And say, you know what? This is a guy who gets paid very, very badly. Um, how can I bless that person to make mm. it, make it possible? Maybe to maybe just to let them know yeah. that they're loved, um, in a way that can sustain them a yeah. little bit, right? So, so as if I won, if I won five hundred and sixty eight million dollars, um, Oof. I would definitely take a good so portion good. of that to say, how can I encourage people who are who are doing this? Mm. And you know, it and there's that greater conversation of is youth ministry a career? Is it something we should be encouraging people to do for a career? Is that sustainable? You know, could, you know, I, I don't know. Those are bigger questions. Yeah. You know what I mean? And those um, are those are topics for other podcasts, right? And maybe that would be an interesting podcast topic because I, I think it is an interesting question. Um, yeah, but um, well, and I mean, like, like not not to get into it, but I definitely like I never planned to be in youth ministry. Yeah, you know, I don't think I would. I don't think I would want to do anything else unless I absolutely like needed to out of necessity to to do so. But right. Like, uh, yeah, it's it's not something that I would now that I look at it that I would sit there and go if somebody was like, hey, I really want to be a youth minister, and part of me would be like, here's the reality: do you want to? Well, I always, I mean, I always do that. I mean, when people are like, well, how do I do what you do? You know, I'll go to conferences and and kids are like, how how can I do what you do? Or at youth ministry at, at St. Martha's when I was there, how how can I be a youth minister? And I'd always say like, well, go to college, right? Um, I think it's a good start. Yeah. And well, should I, you know, should I study theology? No. Um, I mean, I think it's good get a minor in theology, yeah. get a major in business or nursing or education. Literally almost anything else. Well, something else that you look at it as, uh, and, and then when I got in youth ministry, I was, this is, we solely left our topic. Uh, we'll come back because I have I a was, question. So. I was going to do youth ministry for two years. That was my plan. And then I was going <laughs> to go to law school, right? Um, and God had different plans yeah. and that's, that's great, yeah. right? But I've always been able to side hustle because I had my degree, whether that was a substitute teaching or whether yeah. that was going out and working in real estate or, or whatever. And I know that if this all fell apart, I could go out and get a job 
because of that. Yeah. And so it's it's been a helpful thing. Now I'm not saying you can can't. I mean you can you can go do a lot of other things without a degree, and that's not the only thing, the only thing. But I'm just saying. <clears throat> But a theology degree wouldn't have done much of that yeah. for me. Like, it doesn't open any doors. Yeah. You know? But I definitely think that it would be a great topic just because I'm also in, like, the midst of that yeah. myself as well. Well, okay. So. Other, other to- I was talking to Armando Cervantes over uh, oh, Dyson Warren. yeah. Such a good dude. dude. Anyway, I love that guy. Yo, and I'm I'm excited for what they're doing over there. Oh, they, my they're, he, they're just they're but, on fire right now. But one of the things we were talking about is in youth ministry, and I was kind of talking about because I tend to talk. Um, is I, the best thing that ever happened to me as a youth minister was leaving youth ministry and having to go out and learn like real estate sales skills, yeah. right? And reading books on leadership in in business and management. Um, and that enabled me to be a better leader um, of my team, yeah. right? And it enabled me to be a better at, at doing follow-up and thinking strategically in marketing and all those things. We're building a program. And I didn't always execute that perfectly, but having the framework made mm-hmm. a big difference. And I'd love to do a workshop for youth ministers on what, what youth ministry can learn from salespeople. Yeah. And, and people go, oh, they get salespeople. But a good salesperson isn't going to sell you something you don't need. Yeah. They're going to sell you something that you do need because it's their job to help you, yeah. right? Uh, and as a as a youth minister, I've got the, the thing that's going to help people the most. So why don't I learn the skills and talent stuff mm-hmm. that's going to help me convey that message better? Yeah. Anyway, that's a, that's a whole nother conversation. Whole nother conversation. All right, Vinny, what was your question? Um, so I know a while back when in one of the earlier episodes, I don't know if it was with this rendition of the podcast, but we talked about your, your want and need that if you won the lottery, you would buy a, like the golden robot toilet. Oh, Is that yes. still on the table? Yes or no? That's not a table. That's a very weird toilet. It was a table. <laughs> I, I No, I think that was more of a joke. <laughs> just a, just a toilet on when a table. When I had a Pinterest account, and I recently closed my Pinterest, not recently, but I did close my Pinterest account. Um, time sucking waste. trouble, huh? Time sucking waste. Just, <laughs> man. Like, we could totally build that. Oh, man. <laughs> or just, just looking at other people's houses and be like, man, I, I got, no. There's a reality that my house is never going to look like that, even if I had that, because I've got six kids. And they live in my house, <laughs> right? Like we have one room in our house. It's pretty nice. No one ever mm-hmm. goes in it. That's the reason it's pretty nice, you know? Um, anyway, so uh, back to that question of the golden toilet or the or the robot toilet. I, I'd have, Again, it's a hard thing. Like, again, I, if I died on a toilet like Elvis, I don't know that I'd want to be sitting on that throne. You know what I mean? There are, other, there are children starving in, in other parts of the world, and I've got, I've got a toilet that can talk to me. Like, I don't know. I feel like that's maybe... When you gotta, when you just gotta, gotta go, and you're sitting down, and you just, I'm not whoop, sure. And I there's could, just like music playing. Lord, I needed several spray patterns, you know, like, <laughs> like I don't think that's, I don't think that's justified. I think that's the hardest thing about that question. If I won the lottery, it's like God, like, well, but how did you? How, what, what kind of steward were you with that money? Mm, yeah, and I, I, you know, I think I wear that very heavily. Um, and so you look at missions like Haiti 180, you know, that Sean Forrest runs. Gosh, how could I bless that? Yeah. You know, how could we, how could you could, you could change the, with that kind of money, you could change the trajectory of a city, Yeah. you know? Um, so why not? Why not adopt a city in Haiti and be like, you know mm-hmm. what? I'm going to, I'm going to do, and, and again, not just throwing money at it, but how can we set up sustainable programs to teach people yeah. and give them skills and businesses and, and, you know, to those, those orphan kids who who really have the deck stacked against them? How can we? How can we change the scale? Yeah. You know, I mean that. That's you know, or, or 
in this country? Like, how can I uh, foster kids, right? Mm. Like, how could I reach into the lives of foster kids and, and help foster kids, you know, yeah. get a better start? Yeah. You know, children of, of parents who've been incarcerated or whatever. You know, so I think there's just so much of that that it would be very hard. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I think the key word there though is like sustainable. I think. Oh yeah. I think with uh, with that amount of money, the want like uh, again immediately for me it was like I'm gonna buy a car, two more guitars, dude. I'm gonna you know, but those things like that money is no longer sustainable. You know. Right. And I, but I but I think that's the the tendency with that much money, is you're not thinking sustainable. Well, yeah, it, and know. that's you know I think with that much money it'd be very hard. I mean, most people who win the lottery go bankrupt. Yeah. Um, I think with that amount of money, you'd have to really work. Yeah. You'd have to really, really try hard. But, um, you know, and things like, okay, well, um, maybe a house in, uh, in, in the Naples areas of Long, of Long Beach. Well, there's a little canal there. It's, it's really wonderful to go paddleboard and you go, okay, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's, 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 it's unimaginable for most people, but it's, it's not like a hundred million dollar home. Yeah. You know, and that's, and that's like the hardest thing about that much money is you'd be able to rationalize well, you know, it's not, it's not that big. You know, I think you always have to test yourself by, well, your brothers yeah. and sisters, you know, <sighs> yeah. so hard. Well, and I, and they, like, I mean, what you were saying earlier about your buddy that literally goes in. Could. I mean, I think he's walked, go, I think he's past that, but yeah. Yeah. No, but like he could go in and just be like, I want that one and that one and that one. Well, or just that one. I don't think he'd go that one, that one, that one, but yeah, that one. But like, he, but yeah. like he could go and he's just sat in it and talked to the guy and goes, Nah, I can't right. rationalize this. And, and, again, out. and I'm not like, saying think, if you have one, that that's some sort of sinful thing. I'm just saying in his heart, that's the problem. Is. I have a hard time going to Las Vegas. Not that I don't think there are any, there, I think there are good people in Las Vegas. I'm not saying there are no good people there. Well, no, but it's like going there to blow money almost you, that you don't have. Well, and the whole, like what's what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. I don't know if I want to support that, yeah. the mindset, mm. the whole ethos of, of Las Vegas. And it's not that I, hey, it's very appealing. I, my wife and I, it's like hours away. We could go away for a weekend and, and have restaurants and pools and all those things. But then I go, but I'm, but I'm contributing. Right. Yeah. And I, it's hard. Like I, you know, it's so easy to get tied up and, and I'd, I'd love to do that. So, but okay. Uh, but, but again, this is, I'm making the lottery not fun. Yeah. And I hate me for it a little bit. Yeah. Well, okay. maybe, maybe this is how we kind of take it down a notch. Take it down a notch for, yeah. but okay, but okay, we got big, 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 back, 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 back. Okay. So <laughs> let's just get realistic. And, but and, how do and, we you know, make it fun again? I know. Seriously. Okay. Cars. I love that. Like the car thing is, I, I agree with that. That's what I would do. Home. I think you need to buy a house, Vinny. Oh, I would I would buy a house. Yeah. Um, although I think I would want oh still a one story. Yeah. One story on on some property. Like a ranch house? Kind of, yeah. Just just because number one, I could have people over. Yeah. You know? But like I grew up in a one story house yep. and it was great. We had a, a nice big backyard. Yeah. And I loved it. See, I I, I have never I could have a dog I could actually afford a dog. <laughs> you can have mine. <laughs> I know I want something bigger. I, I don't. I want. I want something that coyotes are gonna look at and go, "Nah, we're good." Our coyotes might look at mine and go, "Nah, we're good." <laughs> he's just so ugly. He's, he's just <laughs> that uh, one looks kind of oily. I don't mm, know. It smells bad. Um, <laughs> might make my cholesterol kind of high. So I just listened to the audio book of Ready Player One, um, yes. which was really interesting. That guy is the, the author is clearly anti God. Clearly, yeah. and if you if you watch it, it's very yeah. there. And there are some there are some sections of that book you could just take out and you wouldn't even notice they were gone. Where he rants about God and it's blah blah blah. Oh, and then really? There's one where he rants about um, mm, engaging in 
trying to say this if there are kids listening, engaging in activities by yourself. Got you. And saying, and now that's just, you know, so silly that people would be against that and blah, 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 and whatever. Um, but then again, it raises that question because it does involve virtual reality. Well, yeah. And that's the, anyway, but, 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 but one of the guys who kind of comes in, every book has that, that figure that comes in like the, the guide along the way, Gandalf, you know, so yep. the Gandalf of this story, um, has, he's one of the founders of the, the whatever the, the virtual reality yeah. world. And, uh, he has a home and when they get there, they go, it's Rivendell. It's literally, it looks exactly like Rivendell from Lord of the Rings. Oh, that's dope. And you go, eh, it's, uh, I, I, I wouldn't, but I could imagine. I yeah. would definitely have like a secret area, like an underground yeah. or through a bookshelf or, yeah. or there'd be, there'd be some, and it would probably just be my office, but, it, and, and everybody would know it was there in the family. It's not like I'd have like a, like a dungeon, but, it, but there would definitely be yeah. like, you'd have to enter something through a bookshelf. Yeah. See, I, I totally agree with that. and But here's the one thing that I want, though, is that I want that room, but I also want a window. So when people look at it and go, wait, where is that room? Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. then nobody can find it except for the people that know I where it is. I think mine would be attached to the house, but by a tunnel. Ooh. So you'd open up the bookshelf, you'd descend, you'd take a tunnel, and then you might come up in like a treehouse or something, mm-hmm. or like in a tower. Yeah. I don't know. Or like a hobbit hole. I can't. It's something. That's know? super cool. That would be cool. You know what I found out? This is totally a sidebar, but that um, haunted mansion, yeah, with Disney at Disneyland, yeah, they do that. You I, don't. You don't realize it. Like to go into the stretching room. You know what I'm oh, talking yeah, about? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you go underground. You have to go underground in order yeah. to get to the rest of the ride. I don't go on that ride. It's I just too, it. It's too occulty for me. It it really the is. whole the whole calling on the spirits thing and the 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 head and yeah. the glass ball was like ah, and I'm like you know These what I don't, uh, nope yeah. I believe that you can and I don't want to and and uh, the whole like oh we're taking one home with us yeah. Yeah. hell no. no I'm not taking yeah. one home with me no but that's that's how they so like in order to get to the ride that's what they do it's yeah. a it's an elevator that's moving so slowly but you have to go underground in order to get yeah to the rest of the ride yeah that's interesting like how cool is that that's pretty cool but like. Yeah. To have that in your house. Oh yeah. So, Would it have a fire pole? It might. I'm not sure. But, uh, but you definitely. And, uh, so some sort of like open up. And I, and I I love the idea of every kid having their own sort of secret something. Yeah. You know. Um. But yeah. And and we'd have a pool. Yeah. Absolutely. absolutely. And I think it might be like a 25. It it would be like a like a competition length pool. I can see because y'all are swimmers. Yeah. You know, be fun. I would want. I would want the. The gradual, oh, the beach thing—the kind of beach style. Well, I think you could do the beach thing, like on one side, and then, but then you'd have a couple lanes that you yeah. could swim a whole length of it, and, mm-hmm. and maybe have like a water polo game. Yeah, yeah. That'd be I, cool. I, I would definitely want more of a ranch style dog. I want my own dog. Yeah, I. You know, it sounds so silly. You know what I would do? The the thing that I think I do the most is slow down. Mm. It sounds so weird, right? But no, like but I, you could afford it to slow down. Kinda, you know. And and again, that with all the kids and their activities and the stuff and all those things, like I, there's just part of me that is fantasizes about going out and buying a piece of property in like North Georgia, and kind of living in a small town in just. And I probably could do that now, to be honest. But in just living a slow life, you know. Yeah. I just man, I love the idea. I love North Georgia. I do. Yeah. When you have when you have enough money. 
to do some real porch sitting. Oh yeah, baby. You know, just to do some real porch porch sitting. sitting and, and so and then, but you also have enough money that like if so you could do that. We could move to some place in the middle of nowhere, mm. but then we could also fly home. To yeah. see family and you know every weekend if we wanted to on your own get private away. jet. Nah, yeah, private jets are expensive. I've looked into it. Uh, <laughs> private? <laughs> That's not surprising. I have. Um, I've also looked into helicopters. I'm just I was just gonna say yeah. private helicopter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> beat me to the punch. Yeah, I know. That's funny. Not ja- Jack, uh, one of my kids, and I had a, a long conversation about private uh, jets the other day. So. Jack. Yeah. yeah, of course, of course him. But yeah, man. So I don't know. It's it's a lot to think about. And I think I think more the question in kind of bringing this around to a landing point is you know, you look at, at that absurd amount of money and you go what would I do with that? And the question of how would I be a good steward of that definitely comes into mind. I think we also have to look at the gifts we have now, whether that be our time, yeah, you know, the talent, the, the treasure that we have, how how abundant or meager that yeah. may be and go how am I stewarding that? now right now you know yeah and i i think for most most people you know myself included time is the greatest treasure i have and how am i stewarding that time and i and i would then go on a rant against social media and say that is an absolute squandering of it and not totally but there you know there's some positives but you know what are you doing what are you doing to to live out the call that god's placed yeah. on your heart well, and it's it, I, it, in that sense, like I, I just got off retreat with a Catholic high school, and one of the one of the small group questions we had was like, "Well, what's keeping you from from actually having <clears throat> and cultivating a relationship with God?" Yeah, and resoundingly was, "Well, we just don't have enough time to like fully pray," you know. Yep. And anytime I hear that, I I quote the one thing I vividly remember from you know one of my first 242 conferences was when David Calavita had said if you're too busy for God you're too busy yeah you know which means you aren't being a good steward of your time you're not right. you're not even being a good a good steward of of the time that you've been given to slow down because you feel you have to you know, and I and I reference this study all the time. I gotta go look it up so I can get the citation. But they did a study of of teenagers, I think in Great Britain, and they found that the average teenager has less personal freedom than an inmate in Great Britain because of how overscheduled their lives are. Jeez. And I, Oof. having a teenager now, I go, yeah, I can kind of see it, right? <clears throat> because he goes to school all day. That time is all scheduled, mm-hmm. right? So from the moment he wakes up, and then we're we're yelling at him to get out the house, right? Or he has to go to practice at five thirty in the morning. Lord have mercy. Uh, and then, and, but then it's, and then he goes to school. He's in school until whatever time. He has practice and after school to whatever time. And then he, he has a little bit of time to just fart around, but then he has homework to do, right? And homework is a real deal. You know, we're just freshmen at this point, but it, it's, yeah. you know, but I know kids taking AP classes, that's legit. Or, or, or you're in after school activities. And, yeah. you know, there really isn't much time to just, sit and you know the the long and short of it is that time that they do have they fill up with their phones and so yeah when am i going to pray when am i going to process life yeah it's not there and parents we're in the trap just the same because we're the ones driving them all this crap um and so 
you know, we don't have that mind wandering time either. And we're just as guilty on the phones. So yeah, man, it's, it's that stewardship of the gifts you've been given, you know, to those who have more will be given to those who have not, even what they have will be taken away. Well, Hey, that brings us to the end of another exciting episode of the afternoon morning show. The afternoon morning show was brought to you by everyday Catholic. You can get more information at everydaycatholic.com. And just a reminder, we are a 501c3 nonprofit. We depend on the support of listeners like you. If you'd like to be a part of that, you can go to everydaycatholic.com slash donate, and we'll catch you next time. Bye, guys.